Welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus with Rabbi Schneider. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and today we're discovering why we're uniquely equipped to do God's will. God has assigned all of us tasks to complete while we're here on this earth. And it might be to connect with a friend or family member who needs to know about Jesus, or you could be called to go around the world and minister to people that you've never met. Each call is unique, but they're all challenging and special in their own way. And on today's program, Rabbi Schneider is going to share how we can receive the strength we need to carry out God's God's plans and purposes. So let's jump right in. These biblical benedictions represent God's blessing over the lives of his beloved ones. And so I want to encourage you today with these biblical benedictions to help you understand how active God is in your life and the many ways that he is every day blessing you and blessing his people. I want to continue straight away now into the next biblical benediction. We're going to go to Hebrews chapter 13, verse 20 and 21. The grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of God abides forever. Hear, beloved one, the word of God. Now the God of peace who brought up from the dead the great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the eternal covenant, even Jesus our Lord, equip you in every good thing to do his will working in us that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Now, before I get right into the subject matter, when I say a benediction, a benediction is a blessing bestowed by God on his people. They oftentimes take place at the end of one of the books of the Bible, but not always. Sometimes if you're part of a conservative congregation or a more traditional congregation, your pastor or priest will end the service with a benediction. Once again, a benediction is an utterance from the Lord bestowed upon his people. It can take place in the middle of a book of the Bible as well. Now, in the book of Hebrews, we're going towards the end of this book. I want to draw your attention to verse number 21. Paul is speaking, or the author of Hebrews is speaking over God's people, declaring that the God of peace, and here we go, would equip us to do his will. So let me read it again, and I want you to particularly pay attention when I say that word equip. Now the God of peace, who brought up from the dead the great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the eternal covenant, even Jesus our Lord, equip you in every good thing to do his will, working in us, that which is pleasing in his sight. So I want to focus here on this equipping that takes place in our lives by the Spirit of God through the Lord Jesus who shed his blood that would be grafted in to the eternal covenant. Now, it says here that this equipping, once again, this equipping of God to you takes place because of the blood that Jesus shed that finished and accomplished for us what is referred to as, listen now, the eternal covenant. You see, beloved ones, the blood of Jesus is the seal of God's covenant 
with his people. And the covenant that God has made with us was prophesied in the Hebrew Bible, in the book of Jeremiah and Ezekiel, when the Lord said that the time would come when he would take out our heart of stone, a heart that's insensitive to him, and give us instead a heart of flesh. And that sometimes is confusing when we read there that God would give us a heart of flesh because oftentimes the word flesh in Scripture is used to represent, you know, the lower animal nature. But in this particular prophetic portion in the Hebrew Bible, when the Scripture says that God would take out our heart of stone and replace it with a heart of flesh, God is not speaking there in terms of flesh being part of our animal nature that needs to be overcome, but he's speaking of a heart of flesh that is sensitive. In other words, a heart of stone doesn't feel anything. But flesh, if you pitch flesh, you'll feel that. If you touch flesh, you'll feel it. So God is saying, I'm gonna take out your hard heart, your heart of stone, I'm gonna give you a heart of flesh that's sensitive to me. And then we also read that this eternal covenant would sprinkle us and make us clean. And of course, we read that the blood of Jesus washes us and makes us white as snow. So I'm simply laying the foundation of the fact that this equipping that God does in our lives by his spirit can only take place because Jesus shed his blood sealing God's eternal covenant. And God's eternal covenant was a covenant of redemption whereby he would purchase back to himself his people that had fallen in the great fall that took place in the Garden of Eden. So now that Jesus has purchased us back by his blood and brought us in to an eternal covenant, remember Jesus said when he celebrated Passover and instituted communion of the Lord's Supper, he said, this is my blood when he lifted up the Passover wine of the covenant. And so we are now grafted into this covenant. Jew and Gentile are part of this eternal covenant through the blood of the great shepherd of the sheep, Yeshua. And as a result of being in this covenant, this covenant of love, this covenant whereby now we have become one with the Lord in terms of our union with him through his son, as a result of this union, God is equipping us for every good work. Now, I take great comfort in this because I have so many responsibilities to continue to feed God's people, to continue to lead the sheep, to continue to preach his word effectively. My confidence is in his equipping. Now, you may not have the same assignment as I. You may simply be a mother or a grandmother or a father. When I say simply, I don't mean any lesser than, but I'm just saying that you don't have some of the frontline, you know, television ministry, but yet you've got a real assignment. I mean, what greater assignment is there than being a father, a good husband, or a good wife, or a grandmother, or a faithful bondservant of the Lord, a handmaiden of the Lord? I mean, the simple things in life that have to do with relationship. And as a result of this, in order for us to be a blessing to those whom God has assigned us to be a blessing to, whether it's your husband, your wife, your grandchildren, your brother, the people that are part of your Bible study group, whoever it might be, God is the one that will equip you to continue to be a source of life and a vessel of transformation to those around you if we depend on him. You see, we will get depleted if we don't depend on God. And oftentimes we can feel depleted. Sometimes we are faced with an assignment and we just feel totally depleted 
going into that assignment. Maybe it's simply a relationship that you're needing to manage and you, and you wanna manage that relationship in the love of Jesus. You wanna manage that relationship in the power of God. You wanna be a blessing. You wanna reflect God's light. You wanna release strength. You wanna release wisdom. You wanna release leadership. You wanna release direction. But yet in yourself, in the flesh, you feel so inadequate, incapable. Maybe you're feeling tired. Maybe you're feeling drained. Maybe you're feeling emotionally spent. Maybe you've just been out of something very difficult. And yet, you still have to fulfill your assignment. Isn't it, beloved child of God, an awesome thing to know that it doesn't all depend on you and it doesn't all depend on me? That God himself is equipping us and that he that began a good work in us will finish it. I'm just so blessed that with all the responsibilities that I have and that I know you have, we don't always have to be up to the task in our own strength, in what we feel internally or emotionally, but God himself will be our sufficiency. So God says, I am the great shepherd of the sheep and I will equip you for everything that I've assigned you to do. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus with Rabbi Schneider. We want you to know there are so many ways that you can watch and listen to Rabbi's programs. Online, you'll find us at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. You can find resources like our television broadcast schedule, Rabbi's messages on your podcasting platform, YouTube content, devotionals, and much more. You can even follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Check out all these resources online today. When you give to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, it allows us to spend more time focusing on what really matters. And for us, that means getting God's word out to as many people as possible. And right now, at this very moment, there is someone who needs to hear Rabbi's practical biblical teaching. And your financial gift is what makes that possible. To donate, go online to discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Now to conclude today's message, here's Rabbi Schneider. Now may the God of peace sanctify you entirely, and then in verse number 21 of Hebrews 13, and equip you in every good thing to do His will, working in us that which is pleasing in His sight. Once again, we're looking to Father to work within us, to work within you, and to work within me what is pleasing in his sight. It just takes all the weight off. It's not up to me to do it all, and it's not up to you to do it all, but God is the one, listen now, that's working in you and working in me that which will bring forth from us what is pleasing in his sight. I'm telling you, to believe this and to receive this, it takes the weight of the world off your shoulders. If we feel that it's up to us, that we've always got to be up to the task, that we've always got to be on an emotional high, that we've always, you know, in a positive mood. If we think it all depends on us, that's a crushing weight. But to realize that it doesn't all depend on us, even though we have to depend on God, but it depends on God, listen now, who is working in you and in me what is pleasing in his sight. So let me read it again. Now the God of peace who brought up from the dead the great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the eternal covenant, even Jesus our Lord, equip you in every good thing to do his will, 
working in us that which is pleasing in his sight. Now, I want you to focus on another little phrase that's part of what I just read. He's equipping us now to do his will. Have you ever been in a relationship and the relationship was a challenge and yet you know you have to love? Maybe you're just emotionally drained. You know, when we get drained sometimes, we sink down into the flesh and we become irritable. All of us know what that feels like. Isn't it an awesome thing to know? You may be stepping into a situation where you have to be a source of blessing to the people around you, like I said just a moment ago, and you don't feel that you're gonna be able to, but the Word of God says that God is equipping us to do His will. Every morning, you and I can wake up and we can trust God to work within us that which is necessary to do His will that day. What a joy to realize that regardless of what we feel like, we can trust in the Word of God. We can trust in God Himself to work within us that which needs to be imparted to us so that we can please Him, get it now, church, and do His will. You see, if you depend on God, you will not fail. If you depend on God, you will bear much fruit. You see, the root of bearing fruit is humility. And humility is depending on God. And as you depend on God, and as I depend on God, to work within us that which will equip us to do His will and that which is pleasing in His sight, as we depend on Him, we're going to receive everything we need to walk in power, to love Him, to do His will, and to please Him. You see, when we depend on the Lord, the roots of our soul grow deep in God's spirit. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are those that depend on the Lord. Blessed are those that are humble. You see, Paul learned a great lesson. Remember Paul was struggling. He had what he called a thorn in the flesh. Paul said there was a messenger of Satan that was sent, Paul said, to buffet me, to come against me. It's kind of an old-fashioned word, to buffet, but it means to torment. Paul said there was a messenger of Satan that was sent to torment him. And this messenger of Satan, he doesn't tell us exactly what it was, whether it was somebody that was persecuting him, some have thought it was some kind of a physical challenge in his body, we don't know. Regardless of what specifically it was, we know that it was an attack, that it was causing him torment, and Paul said that it came from the realm of darkness, that it came from Satan. And Paul said he prayed to the Lord three times to remove this thing, that his life would be easier, that he wouldn't have to be in anguish about this tormentor. And finally, Paul said, after the third time, when he had asked God to take this away from him, to remove it, the Lord spoke to him. And God said to him, no, Paul, I'm not going to remove this thorn in your flesh. He said, because my power is going to be perfected in your weakness. Get that again. Paul is struggling with something. This thing that he's struggling with is causing difficulty. It's causing pain. It's uncomfortable. Paul says, Lord, take it away. And God says, no, Paul, my grace is going to be sufficient for you. I'm not going to take it away because this thorn in the flesh is making you depend on me. And as you depend on me, God said, you're going to be strong. And so the same is true in our life. 
As we depend on God, we walk in strength. This is why Paul followed up that scripture by saying, therefore, I will rather boast in my weakness than in my strength, for when I am weak, he is strong, then I am strong. And so we're talking here, beloved ones, about the truth that God is equipping us and he is working in us that which is needed for us to do his will and please him. And this equipping takes place as we, listen now, depend on him. Even as Paul had to go through a difficult time, this messenger of Satan that was tormenting him, in order to cause him to be fully dependent on God, so the same is true for you and I. You may be going through a difficult time right now. And it's possible that the reason you're going through a difficult time right now is God is breaking you down to become more dependent on him because God knows you're going to be more fruitful for him and walk in a way that's more pleasing to him as you become more dependent on him, but you won't become more dependent on him without being broken down. One of my favorite scriptures is in the book of 2 Corinthians, the first chapter. Here's what Paul says. Paul says, I have been burdened excessively beyond strength so that I despair even of life. But this happens to me, Paul said, that I would learn to trust in God that raises the dead. And so, beloved ones, I say to you right now, God prunes us. He causes us to go through difficult times in order that we would become more dependent on him. And as we become more dependent on him, He works in our life in ever greater ways to walk in the Spirit, to accomplish His will, and to live in a way that's righteous and pleasing in His sight. I have found in my life that following the Lord, it's not the easiest path to take. It's a hard way. Jesus said, straight and narrow is the way that leads to life. He said, strive to enter through the narrow way. I used to wrestle when I was in school And wrestling, as many of you know, it's a very intense sport that takes a tremendous amount of energy. Well, I want you to know that walking with the Lord is harder than wrestling because a wrestling match is over in six minutes. Walking with the Lord is straining every day for a lifetime. This is why Paul said in the book of Ephesians, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So I want to encourage you today, continue to be faithful, continue to depend on Him, and have this confidence. As you do, God is working in you in a mighty way to accomplish in you that which will give you the ability to please Him in every way in your life, listen now, and to accomplish His will. Father, I thank you for these beloved children of yours. Father, I ask that you give them rest and peace as they continue to grow in their ability to trust in you to do within them what they can't do for themselves. Father, we thank you. King Jesus, we thank you, and we love you, Abba. You're listening to a message from Rabbi Schneider titled, Equipped to Do God's Will, here on Discovering the Jewish Jesus. 
You know, each one of us is equipped in one way or another to complete God's plans and his purposes. And one of the ways that we can help further his mission is by praying for one another and by sharing one another's burdens. And when you partner with this ministry, we take that charge very seriously. We look for every opportunity to reach people all over the world with the life-transforming gospel of King Jesus. Now, here's rabbi to tell us more. In 2 Samuel chapter 24, verse 24, we read about David wanting to offer up to Father God an extravagant offering showing his love. When he got to the place that he wanted to offer his offering from, he went there to purchase the threshing floor as the altar for it. When the owner of the threshing floor saw David and heard what David wanted to do, he offered to give the threshing floor to David that David could offer up his sacrifice from. David said, far be it from me to make an offering to Father God that cost me nothing. David insisted on purchasing the threshing floor even though someone had offered to give it to him. David then proceeded to pay for it and he offered to Father God an extravagant offering showing his love. The next part of the text says this, it says, the Lord's heart was moved. When you and I present our offerings to the Lord out of love, you know what, beloved one? It moves God's heart. I want to encourage you, let's love him today by presenting to him an offering that will move his heart because it comes from a pure place. If God is leading you to support this ministry with a gift of any amount, then I'd like to invite you to call us today. You can reach us at 800-777-7835. You can also automate your gift each month by signing up to become a monthly partner online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. As our way of saying thank you for your generous financial gifts, we want to send you a select audio CD of Rabbi Schneider's Message of the Month, and it's also available as an instant digital download. We're also going to send you our current newsletter. So please join with us today as we share the good news of Messiah with those that need to know more about our precious Father and His Son. You can send a check in the mail to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. And then if you'd like to catch this program, no matter what you're doing or where life takes you, subscribe to our podcast. Just download the program on your favorite podcasting platform and you're all set. You know, many of us have been taught that there's a special way that we need to enter into God's presence. But when we examine Jesus' prayer life, we see so much more of an internal conversation and an authority and confidence in what he prayed. And to help us cultivate a deeper prayer life with the Father, Rabbi's written a book called The Key to Answered Prayer. You can learn how to get into the place the Lord wants you to go as you walk simply and pray prayerfully as a child of God. The book is available to purchase at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And now to close out today's program from our series, Biblical Benedictions from the New Testament, here is Rabbi Schneider. Blessings trump curses. And in the book of Numbers chapter 6, we find the ironic blessing that God commanded Moses' brother Aaron, the high priest, to speak over the children of Israel. There's power in blessing, beloved ones. So take part in receiving Father's blessing upon your life today. 
make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Join us again next week when Rabbi Schneider starts a new series on apostolic prayers. That's coming up Monday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.